Welcome to the VIP Ignite podcast, your source for tomorrow's talent today. Hear real-life stories of models, actors, and musicians breaking down barriers, launching careers, and sharing their stories of overcoming obstacles and finding real success. They will activate the winner in you by revealing the path with their best tips and advice. everyone my name is Deneen White and I am the host of the VIP Ignite Live podcast and today I have the honor of interviewing the one the only Jam Murphy she is a model with Wilhelmina Models she was also one of the lead the lead actress in a movie the VIP Ignite executive produced and we are so excited to have her hi Jam how are you today I'm doing so good how are you I'm awesome so thank you so much for being here I appreciate your time I appreciate you thanks for having me this is so great you're welcome. So Jan, um, can you tell me a little bit about your experience? So many, I work with so many models and like one of their dreams is Wilhelmina. It's like the holy grail of models. So can you talk to me a little bit about how you got signed by Wilhelmina and what it's like working with them? Sure. Um, it's a, it's a funny story, actually. It was quite by accident. I was living in Los Angeles at the time. This was, this was 12 years ago. I was working as a personal trainer and I got scouted by a casting director that was looking for personal trainers for a reality show. And so I went in to the meeting and the gig, I wasn't right for the gig. I think she told me I was too young, but she said, she gave me the name of a modeling agent and she said to look him up if I was interested in fitness modeling. And my eyes lit up. I got in my car and immediately Googled this name and he was in New York. And I was like, like never been to New York and didn't know anybody. So I reached out to him. He didn't respond. I reached out to him again. He didn't respond. I found him on Facebook and I just like kind of wrote him a sassy message. I was just like, Hey, it was like, it was like new year's time. And I was like, Hey, if you're you know, New Year's resolution is to hit people back that you've been meaning to call back. Like, here's my number. <laughs> and he called me uh, and I moved to New York three months later and signed with Wilhelmina Models. Oh, my gosh. What was the transition like going from L.A. to New York? Well, I I moved in with my mom in Palm Springs for three months. And I can. Oh, she, there she is on cue texting me. <laughs> Hi, mom. And, and I, um, I, I continued training my clients to save money. I would go and stay with a friend. I would block three days out of the week and go up and drive to LA and see all my clients and actually ended up getting in a fender bender with, I won't give any names, but it was a famous actor's daughter. <laughs> oh my so I didn't need a car anymore. So I just took the, and she told it ended up totaling my car. So I took the insurance money and added that to the New York fund. So when you make a decision, what I'm saying is all the universe conspires to help you out. Um, so I, I just saved as much money as I could and got on a one-way flight with my little dog. I was so nervous for him to fly. I went to Nordstrom Rack and bought this like, Mark Jacobs faux fur coat that he would blend into. So I, because I was nervous to like put him under the seat. Oh, honey. So it was, yeah. It, and it, it turned out, it turned out, it turned out great. 
it was it was it's been a wild ride it's not always what it seems but it's been so much fun was there a lot of culture shock when you hit new york city because i know la and new york are like two completely different monsters or beasts or animals whatever you want to say very different i learned that i shouldn't wear sandals i should always (laughs) have closed toe shoes (laughs) Uh, yeah. And the noises, uh, at first, I mean, it's, it's, you, you get used to it, you get used to it. But at first, even, even for my little dog, like he would walk around and the trains would be loud and me too. And, and eventually, you know, we got into our groove and, but yeah, it was, I mean, people, they, people aren't mean, but they're very direct. And like, when you get to the, the front of a line at a coffee shop, know what you want, uh, when you're walking, like, like don't lose eye contact with the direction you're going or else you will run into people. Like, you know, you need to be, you just need to be like, I think that's why people don't talk a lot. Like you're this close to people, but people kind of just stay in their own, stay in their own zone. It's interesting. Yeah. I I was born and raised on the East coast. So the first time I ever went to the West coast, I went into a Starbucks and I was like, hi, can I have a caramel macchiato please? And they were like, good morning. How are you? And I was so confused. I was like, they're like, I was like, oh my gosh, you, you asked me, you said good morning and you really went, I'm doing great. How are you? Thank you right. so much. May I right. please have? And I was like, and that transformed everything for me because now, I even know. to this day, like, I don't care if I'm in the heart of Manhattan. I'm like, good morning. How are you? May I please Same. have? Because I never want to be the meanest person. Same. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm the meanest person in California. No, no. You're just a New Yorker <laughs> out of here natural habitat no I I I get that and it's so nice to go back to the west coast I lived there for seven years and um I just I'm missing it right now to be honest yeah well um yeah it's totally different atmosphere and it's so lovely to have people like that are that are the pace is just slower and sometimes that's really it's really refreshing and cleaner it's just still yeah yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about um, being a model for Wilhelmina. So many times people have this perception of what it, like, what it is versus what they think it is versus what it is. So can you tell me what you thought it would be like and then what it really is like? I, I really didn't have much. Exp- I really didn't have like think about what it would be. I kind of just was like on this high and just kind of decided that I was just going to be loud and be heard and just go in there and do, cause I'm in, I'm on the fitness board. So like my, I think my first casting once I got here was for this like CBS sports special, they needed a cheerleader. And I walked in there and I was the loudest one. And I did my cheer from high school. And I remember walking out and seeing the people that were waiting on the, on the, on the love seat be like, the hell, like, which is like, what? And I got the job. <laughs> I got the job. So I, I just, I didn't have any expectations, but what it's been like is it's, it's very, it's, 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 it's very fun and it's very creative, but it's also very professional. Um, the agents are very professional. The sets are very professional. Everybody's a creative. So like they have fun and we're loose, you know, we're loose about certain things, but we all know that we're there for a job and, you know, we know that we're there to get a 
final product for a client. And that time on set has helped me so much with the chapter I'm currently on more so with the acting. Cause even though I was, I just started that like three or four years ago, the time on set from these professional photo shoots was just helped me so much. I could see why people would be that nervousness of never having been on a big set before could affect your performance. So that part I had like down, I was just being a jokester on set for target. And I could feel, I could feel that experience really benefiting me once I got, once I got on this, this, the soundstage set with, with acting. That's awesome. So let's talk about the transition from modeling to acting. What compelled you to start making that transition? I know you were in Target and you've been in several other projects as well. Yeah, I, well, first of all, way back when I was in high school, way back when I was in high school, my my friend's brother was in film school at the time and he asked me to be in a movie that he wrote. And I remember kind of since then always having it in the back of my head that I would do more of that. And that was like, I saw myself doing that, but I kind of always just thought it would happen to me. Like you kind of think that these things just happen to you. And eventually after eight years of modeling, which was a total blessing and, 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 and I was, I was like at the height of it eight years in, I just realized that I wasn't using my voice at all. Like you use your voice to go to to castings and talk to the people that are in charge of hiring you, but act, the art that you're actually making, I'm not talking. I'm not using my literal voice. Yeah. So that started, I just started to have this burning desire to to use that. And I enrolled in drama school. So instead of waiting for it to happen to me, I decided that I was going to, I was going to make it happen. That's awesome. So talk about your, was Target your first, was your first feature film, correct? It was my first feature film that has actually come out. Okay. (laughs) I still have, I still have one in, in post-production that I did years ago. It's a black and white film noir. um, And it'll be, it'll be, it'll be awesome. But it was, I, it wasn't a leading role and it wasn't as, as involved for me. So Target was my first experience as the lead on a feature film that has gone through the full process. Now it's in film festivals and we're nominated for best film, which is so exciting uh, at the Madrid film festival. So, so that was my first big shebang. (laughs) What was your experience like being a lead on set on a major film on a major motion picture? Like what was that like? I felt I felt the responsibility to to be part of setting the tone. Um, things can get very chaotic on a film set when you're dealing with light, and I kind of knew that we're going there for a few weeks, and it's my job to just stay on my toes and be ready. Just don't really like it's not this isn't like a nine to five. Like I need to just be ready for the switches and be ready for the changes. And that's exactly what happened. There was a lot of changes, light changes, uh, if the lights break, um, 
you know, costume, like just so many changes last minute. So I just felt that, like I said, responsibility to help set the tone, to keep things, to keep things energized and light and, and calm the best I could and not be, not be too, um, you know, affected by, affected negatively by any of it. And the the man who wrote and directed the film is Thomas G. Waits. He's one of the people that we work with. We've been working with, I think, for over a decade, probably more, maybe more like 15 years. So that's how we actually met because Michael, Alicia, and I, Michael and Alicia, if you don't know this, are the co-founders of VIP Ignite for anyone listening to the podcast. So we were on set for the martini shot on Target. And that's where we met. And it was just so cool to see first of all it was also thomas's birthday so it was really great to like celebrate his birthday with him and see him the culminating shot of like his work that he's put so much into and then have the opportunity to meet you um what was it like working with thomas on set he is so It's so funny. It's funny that you're laughing because like when we were there, I think he did 25 takes of one scene because he kept laughing at his own jokes. That's what I was just gonna say. We he, <laughs> he, he was laughing at his own jokes. Like <laughs> he was ruining, he would ruin. I was like, we need to lock lock this guy up. Like we like lock him up. But he's so invested. And he's um that was my dog jumping off the couch. You are you over this? Are you bored? <laughs> he's 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 so he's he's so dialed in there's no when he's focused on something there's so there's no distractions and i truly felt like it was a collaborative effort he listened to to my thoughts about things if 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 i felt like something should be a little bit different it was it wasn't you know he didn't have an ego about it and he just made it he made it a space to really just open up and and try to tell the story. I I so much enjoyed working with him. He's a he's an absolute riot. <laughs> he, he is he's a he's a great person. We we love working with him too. And just again being on set like that was my first time on set and it was just so cool to see the cameras and the way everything worked together and then having the opportunity to see the final film and how all the pieces came together it was it was it was a really cool experience. Yeah. And it's inspiring too. Cause you know, he's, he's an actor, he's a movie star and to see him, to see him on the other side and put what he's learned. And, you know, he's been a movie star for a really long time. So he's used to like different language. He's like, print it. I'm like, print what? <laughs> when a take was good. Uh, so, so he's, I've learned so much from him about about the whole process of making a film. I I can't believe he finished it. I can't believe he, you know, it was just so inspiring to see him make it all happen. Yeah, it was awesome. So um, you also, not only are you a model, not only are you an actress, but you also are a coach for VIP Ignite. So can you tell me a little bit about what it's like to work with aspiring talent from sure. your perspective? I am so grateful and I love it so much. It has been a dream, honestly. I I I wish I wish I wish somebody would have told me some of the things that I get to share because I had to like collect some of these things in the hard way. You know? Hard knocks. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and it just feels so good to be able to give, to give back, you know, and, and share, share what I've learned. It's kind of like, you know, when my dad tells stories about when he was growing, you know, growing up or what he's gone through, it's like, I get that feeling of, of joy to share stories from my journey and, and know that the goal of doing that is to help guide these, these younger, these younger actors and models and, and everybody's, you know, everybody's so hungry. This is, this is a tough industry and there's no one way to do anything. So, you know, I just tell them to collect things from everywhere that they hear and not to take anything I say too seriously because it's just my opinion and from my personal experience, but that everybody has has their own path and to just kind of, you know, blaze that trail. Yeah. All right. So what is one thing you just, you said that you, you're telling them things that you wish you knew when you were getting started and going along. What is one thing that you wish someone had sat you down and said, okay, Jam, here's one thing you need to know about the entertainment industry. I mean, the thing that's coming to my head is very simple. It's just like, get a, get a professional backdrop situation for your tapes. I kind of, because I started modeling first, um, it's not so serious when you send in like digitals or a tape of yourself introducing yourself. Yeah. It can be like your house and, and it has, it always has to be good lighting, like find the best lighting, but it, it's not, it's much more serious when it's acting to have a professional backdrop and to look like you've done this a million times, you know? So I wish I, so, so when I first started auditioning, I kind of just put the camera in a place that there was good light and went to town on my scene. And I found out the hard way that you're not going to be taken seriously. And actually we're not taking you seriously since we can see all this, you know, since there's not a professional backdrop behind you. So that was a really big, hard lesson to learn that I start the top of the class with (laughs) now because I don't want anybody to, you know, not know that. Yeah. That's awesome. It's the main thing. Yeah, no, that that's great. I mean, the thing you took away the the background, I took away, don't let anyone know you haven't done this a thousand times. Right. Like I think preparation is key so much because so many times, like if you if if maybe your background is not maybe there's like something behind you or something like that. But if you deliver the scene like you've done this a thousand times, you are going to be taken seriously. It's not like maybe you won't be taken as seriously as someone that has a backdrop, but if you show up fully prepared for your self tape and there's something likable about you, I think the casting directors will maybe overlook something in the background. So that totally, totally. And that's true. That's true. I was more so talking about like agents and managers. Yeah. They want to represent somebody that has the, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Use yeah, whatever I, it is to make it look like you've done this a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Having a clean background is very important. I mean, we, we, we make sure that we always have a great background, but preparation is key as well. Like if you're like, if you have like the best background, you're like, Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I think the marriage of two is complete success. Amen. And that's, I'm so excited. We have a coaching call tonight. Yes. And I'm, I'm so excited to get on there because I think I talked a lot about like modeling and, and 
preparing your portfolio last last class and tonight i'm gonna you know go through my my gold journal of notes about acting and and really get into the the good stuff so i'm excited for later oh my gosh they're gonna be so excited for that well jam thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast today i really appreciate it can you let our my listeners know where they can find you if they want to follow you on social media I am Jam Murphy on Instagram, two M's, Jam Lake Space, Jam Murphy like Eddie. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I'll see you later. Um, Yes, you'll see me later. And for everyone who is listening to the VIP Ignite Live podcast, thank you so much for giving us your time. This is what I want you to do. I want you to make sure that you hit subscribe on the VIP Ignite Live podcast. We have so many amazing people that we're going to be interviewing. And if you haven't heard all of the past podcasts, tremendous group of people. And also make sure you follow us on all forms of social media. We're at VIP Ignite pretty much everywhere, including the newest social media. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you on the next podcast. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the VIP Ignite podcast. For free resources and to learn more about how to become a model, actor, or musician, please head over to ammsociety.com. And if you love this episode, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you.